Hello and welcome to this episode of Sideline Story, your destination for sports news, analysis, and discussions. I'm your host Yang Guan, and today I'm joined by my co-host Tian Yu and a special guest, David Gary from the Beijing Sport University. Welcome to the show, David. Thank you. And today we are going to discuss this recent wave of football mania in China, triggered both by Lionel Messi's arrival in China. He just led world champion Argentina to play against Australia in the friendly here in Beijing. And the surging popularity of football games in a remote county in China's Guizhou province. First, let's touch on this football league in Guizhou's Rongjiang County.、Um, people on the internet would call it the Village Super League, also Tunchao in Chinese. Thanks to its electric atmosphere and the frequent surprise world-class goal-scoring performances, the grassroots games have captured the attention of media, social platforms, and even overseas stars. On Weibo, the hashtags and topics related to the village Super League have garnered over 200 million views, and several videos of the league have received millions of likes on the short video platform Douyin. Former English football superstar Michael Owen even sent his special congratulation messages to the games for all their success.、Um, David, clearly, we invite you to the chat today for a very good reason, since you have this special bond with Rongjiang County, where this fantastic football league is hosted. Tell us more about this bond. Okay. Yeah. So when I was younger, I grew up here in China. My parents came in 1993. And、uh, studied for two years in Beijing before coming here to Guizhou in '95. And then in '1995, they started to do research on minority languages、mm-hmm. and culture, specifically with the Dong minority group.、Right. And so, because of that, my parents and I, and our whole family used to spend some time in Rongjiang every year. So for at least probably about a month every year, we were in Rongjiang. My parents were learning the local language and spending time with the local people, and then also living with the local people in the villages. And yeah, so that's it's partly where I grew up. It's a part of my past and part of my story. Wow, what、uh, what unique story there!、Um, a special bond since childhood、uh, that continues today.、Uh, David, I know. Well, as a local, I count you as a local and a football fan <laughs> yourself.、Um, you went to watch the Village Super League several times.、Um, can you tell us more about this league?、Um, are there any special performances that impressed you?、Uh, for me, yeah, I went. I was down there last weekend. That was actually my first time going down to see the the Super League, the Village Super League, and it was very surprising to me to see so many people. Watching football, wanting to watch football, just of their own accord, and not. Before I went, I actually thought that maybe it had been organized that everybody would go and watch at a certain time, just、mm-hmm. so that it would be, it would go viral on the internet. But when I arrived and went to visit my friends in Liu Bai Tang village, they actually they told me that they all go of their own accord, of their own free will, and they go to support their village team, and they bring so much food. So many, so many special specialities, local specialities, so that to share with all the spectators、mm-hmm. and all the people from Guiyang or from other provinces who come to watch. And I think that was what surprised me the most: the amount of people who were freely going there to watch.
And the football itself, the standard is not so high because it is actually the people from the villages who are playing. Yeah. It's not the best standard, but it's mostly about the atmosphere, I think. So people like to go and enjoy the atmosphere and the weather is nice. And yeah, sometimes you do get special goals scored by some of the players. And yeah, I think one of the best players is Xiaodong. I don't know what his uh, English name is, but Xiaodong is like the the Mr. Football of Rongjiang. So he's, he's from Rongjiang and he's pretty famous in Rongjiang as, as one of the best players there. And he actually played against my village team last weekend mm-hmm. and he scored a hat-trick. So I wasn't, I wasn't very happy with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I have to say I watched some, some other games and the highlights of the games. And I have to say um, there are truly some I would say masterclass players yeah. like this bicycle kick by one of the players during the game. And, and they also slotted some stunning free kicks as well. Um, even remind yeah. me of Italian master Andrea Pirlo. Remember, all the participants in this village Super League, um, as David mentioned, are not professional players. They are just amateurs coming from diverse backgrounds. They are vendors, farmers, Tylers, butchers, and factory workers by profession and representing various ethnic groups such as the Miao, Dong, Han, and the Yao. Um, with free admission, um, thousands of spectators would flock to the country stadium for every match. The stands often fill to capacity, with some people standing nearby or even squatting on the ground uh, due to the lack of empty seats. Uh, listen to some of the spectators say uh, what they say about the games. I come here almost every weekend, and it creates such an exciting atmosphere here. More than 10 members of my family have come here by car just to watch the village Super League. I'm from the provincial capital city of Guiyang. I'm very happy to see such competitive scenes because many foreign players, like those from Brazil and Argentina, used to start up by playing the football in the street. The Village Super League shares similar vibes. It took me 15 hours to drive 14,000 kilometers to Rongjiang. David, I know you have been more than a spectator in these local games. Tell us more about your participation in it. What role do you play there? Well, actually, I haven't actually played in the league. Mm -hmm. But I think my role is more of a special role because of... A few years ago, there was a video that went viral of me speaking in Chinese. Mm-hmm. Maybe a lot of people know me. And then the local government and the media in Rongjiang invited me especially down to go and experience the Village Super League and to help them promote it a little bit. Yeah, it was. it's just an honor to be able to represent Rongjiang and to represent the Super League in a small, small way. Can I call you the one of the ambassadors for this <laughs> village super league? Would you would you say so? <laughs> uh, maybe I don't think I'm famous enough to be called an ambassador, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, that's not an official title, but um, it's good to hear that um, it's so popular locally uh, through media exposure. It's become a national thing right now. Uh, Tian Yu, let me bring you in here. I, I bet you have noticed these Village Super League games. Um, they are now everywhere on the internet. How do you find them? And uh, why do you think they are so popular? Yeah, you know, the other day I was scrolling through my short video app 
and I just happened to see a video titled "Top Ten Ghosts in the Village Super League."、Mm-hmm. And out of curiosity, I opened it and watched all these goals. And I have to say, the competitions those players are playing are indeed part of a football league, and simply without advertisements or TV broadcasts. And all of, all of the ten goals in the video are just magnificent, and the ways they scored them are also very stunning. As you often can see, you know, professional players in the Premier League or La Liga doing these movements. Like those strong headers, worldies, and scoring from an impossible angle, and and after I searched them online, what really amazed me was that these players that conducted these brilliant goals are just ordinary people like us, and they only play football in their spare time. And what's also incredible about this league is that the the passion of the spectators, I guess, is the magic of this. Village League people came to watch and play in these games out of their passion and love that for this sport, and the football culture is deeply ingrained in these villages. Everyone can join in these matches as as long as they want. So this down to earth nature, I think, has made these tournaments really belong to the local people and fostered this sense of community. I think we should have more similar tournaments across China,、uh, to have more people participating in different kinds of sports and generate this sports culture among ordinary people. Yeah,、um, I, I I would say I can't agree more. We have this basketball national league、uh, on the village level right now.、Uh, after、uh, basketball tournaments in Guizhou as well, certainly become a national、uh, hot topic. And I think they can copy the model here in village football.、Um, in in this case,、uh, Rumjiang's village super league. And and another thing I think the local organizers did superbly、um, is to mix so many elements together.、Um, I I mean around the pitch, off the pitch, the cheerleading squad, people dressed in traditional ethnic costumes. Um, it's just a、um, great gathering around the football pitch here, and、uh, spectators can also enjoy folk song and dance performances during the halftime breaks.、Um, it's more than just the sports, sports games. I think it's definitely a fun, a fun party.、Uh, David, from your、yeah. observation on the sideline.、Uh, What do you think makes these village super league games cause a stir in China? Yeah, I think what you said is right, and I agree with you that the local authorities have done a really good job of organizing it, and actually also organizing it with cultural things in between the games、mm-hmm. and or at halftime. I think that's a very important part of the village super league. It's a platform to promote. Local culture, traditional minority culture, it helps people to be more interested in the league, and it brings people in. The other thing is how, what you said that、uh, the league is not commercialized.、Mm-hmm. So I think this is also a very important factor. People are willing to go because it's free, because everything is free. Like the food around in the on the stalls are all free. You can go and have a taste of the traditional food. And the the show at halftime is also free, and fireworks, everything is free, and I think that that is what football is supposed to be like. I think one of the biggest problems in the world today is that 
football has been over commercialized mm -hmm. and we're losing we're losing this, the spirit or the soul of what football should really be football at its core is just a game where people come to play against each other to try and win and then enjoy themselves and it brings people together or well, that's what it should do at least yes. and that's why the village super league is so good i think because it brings so many people together mm -hmm. from all different parts of china even some foreigners have come to watch yeah that's just why it's so good it's the way football should be yeah well said uh think about the ticket of the that friendly between argentina and australia mm -hmm. <laughs> that's just crazy um for another thing i think the rongjiang county um did great is that they've built this massive sports culture in the county um, i'm told the local badminton arenas and other sports venues are free for entry look it's it's a county that years back was listed as a as a county in poverty we are talking about so to open the sports venues are free of charge to the public i, I think it's re really a bold but people benefiting move um, and all these efforts paid off somehow. Actually, there are many world champion athletes born in Rongjiang, like gymnastics world champion Liu Rongbing, sports climbing world champion Long Jianguo, and diving world champion Long Daoyi. I must say, Rongjiang's success in sports has not come from nowhere. Um, there are some solid efforts behind mm -hmm. it. Well, speaking of sports and football, um, there was another event that has caused a sensation in China these days. Um, here the fans chant at the Village Super League. So yes, it's the arrival of Messi to China as world champions Argentina played friendly with Australia in Beijing. Tian Yu, how was Messi received in Beijing? I watched some videos online and uh, clearly wherever he went, there would be crowded fans waiting. Also, do you know any interesting stories with Messi's fans that happened in Beijing? Yeah, you know, Chinese football fans are getting crazy about the arrival of the Argentine superstar. Thousands of fans wearing replica Argentine national team's jerseys lined up for hours at the airport and hotel where he's staying, just hoping to catch a glimpse of him. And when the Argentine players were on the bus heading to the Beijing Workers' Stadium, where they played Australian friendly, the road along the way was crowded with Chinese fans holding banners on which they wrote words that they wished to let Messi see. And one of the fans printed a meme on a cardboard, which features a cute picture of Messi's son, Matteo Messi, mm -hmm. and a line of words in Spanish, which means, Papa, look at me. <laughs> and this, this funny move has successfully caught the attention of Messi and, and his teammates and made them laugh. So yeah, this is the influence of Lionel Messi in China. He has such a huge fan base in the country. And apart from the friendly, Messi also joined in a live stream event organized by Chinese e-commerce platform Taobao. And during this event, the seven-time Ballon d'Or winner looked a bit shy, and uh, he answered questions about whether he will attend ne the next World Cup and whether he will consider becoming a coach in the future. He also touched on his memories from last year's World Cup in an interview with the China Media Group. Well, cada uno en 
Everyone on the team played a role, and I think our coach is also very important. These are all reasons why we formed a powerful team. In the first Copa America, we didn't meet the target we had set, but I still believe that we were a strong team. We made tremendous efforts and grew a lot over the course. I think playing good football or not, most importantly, we must enjoy this beautiful spot. With it, we will find that children make more friends. We have more joyful time when playing the spot. At the end of the event, he also he was also taught to say Happy Dragon Boat Festival in Chinese to the Chinese fans. And a lot of fans said on Chinese social media that they didn't even know that you can watch live streaming on Taobao before this event. So yeah, Messi is uh, so simply so welcomed here in China, and he has really caused quite a buzz across the city of Beijing.、Mm-hmm. But the biggest drama still came from the friendly itself. During this game, a young male spectator jumped off a three-meter-tall grandstand and was running directly towards Messi on the pitch. Under the spotlights of over 50,000 football fans, he hugged his idol Messi and started running on the pitch as fast as he could, because he was ch- he was chased by a group of sc- security guards. As he was running, he also managed to give high fives with other Argentine players. And after this match, this young man said in an interview with the media that. He's been planning to do this before this match, and he even practiced long-distance running just for this occasion. And he added that he did he did this to show his passion and admiration for Messi. And he would definitely print this picture of him hugging Messi and hang it on the wall of his home. Yeah, that would be a great <laughs> profile picture, right? <laughs> <Yeah> . <laughs> And、uh, yeah, that particular fan has caused some heated discussions on Chinese social media.、Uh, notably, he brought a pen with him、um, when he ran to Messi, but there was no time for signature. But I must say, invading into the pitch is a behavior not encouraged,、uh, yeah, no matter where.、Uh, the safety of the players and、uh, the order of the game always come first.、Um, David,、um, what do you make of Lionel Messi's arrival in Beijing? Are you a fan? Well, not really. <laughs> I have to admit that he's very good. He's、yeah. probably the best player ever. But I personally don't really like him too much. I I support Manchester United, but I think it's a it's a good thing for China and good thing for Chinese football. Like、mm-hmm. it gives the fans a chance to see the best player in the world.、Mm-hmm. And Like I know of a few people from Guizhou, a few football coaches from Guizhou who went all the way to Beijing just to see, just to see the match. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think it's it was a very special moment for them, very special moment for everybody, and I think it'll be a good thing for all the kids who were able to go and watch the match. Yeah. I think that will live forever in their minds, and it'll be one of their favorite memories, and might even encourage them to go and play football themselves. Maybe one negative would be that it was overcommercialized, as you can see、yeah. from the ticket prices.、Yes. But I guess that's the way football is now. Yeah, there's a、uh, lots of commercial activities during his、yeah. trip to China. Let's talk about the, that match,、um, sports-wise. Obviously, that friendly at Beijing's Worker Stadium is not as as intense as the one the two teams played in Qatar last December、mm-hmm. uh, in the World Cup. But still, it brought 
great excitement at the stadium and Messi played a full match, scoring a goal with a lot of other highlights. Tian Yu, how would you rate Messi's performance、um, in Thursday's game in Beijing? And also, what have been his particular connections with China? Well, I think this friendly has really lived up to the expectations of many Chinese fans. Like like always, Messi was still presenting the best out of him throughout the whole match. Only two minutes into the game, he intercepted a cross at the top of the penalty area, and dribbled past the defender before scoring a beautiful goal from outside the box. And he also showed his magnificent dribbling and breakthrough skills many times during the match. The accurate passes, the great combination between him and his teammates, just shows that he still has the ability to play in the top five leagues.、Mm-hmm, yeah,、um, China may not may not be the country to host Messi that many times, but there are certainly some sweet memories from him、um, in this country. The Olympic triumph with that young Argentina squad in two thousand eight, and that the crazy Chinese fans that must be. They must have left him some impression well in this country, but anyway,、uh, the enthusiasm of Chinese football fans is massive. How Messi was received reminded me of how Kobe Bryant had been welcomed when he visited China. People flocked to his bus, chanting his name.、Uh, those are some touching moments. Looking back now, and on Thursday, Beijing became a city full of white and blue shirts. It's like. All the people in the city became Messi's fans overnight, but I have to say it's not only about Messi or Team Argentina.、Um, it's football.、Uh, football brings people together, and the Chinese fans have demonstrated how much they love this sport. David, let let me ask you here.、Um, you've lived in China for for years.、Um, there must、mm-hmm. be some insights you want to share. People say China may not have the best football players. You know how. The national team has been doing, <laughs> but China does have the best football fans. And、um, do you agree? Yeah, that's an interesting question. <laughs> I think from from what you see, how Messi was welcomed. China does have a lot of very good football fans and a lot of people who really love football, at least on the international stage.、Mm-hmm. But then, if you look at the Chinese Super League, it's <laughs> maybe a different story. I think. In some places like Chengdu and Beijing, you still get the hardcore fans who are willing to turn up for the games every week.、Yeah. But then in other places, there's just not that. It doesn't feel the same as the Argentina Australia、mm-hmm. match, where everybody came together and just enjoyed the show, enjoyed just watching football, enjoyed watching Messi. But when there's Super League, it does. I don't think it really brings people together as much, and I think that's. Chinese football is missing that core of togetherness.、Um, yeah, there's、uh, still a long way to go for the Chinese Super League. If you look at the the village Super League in Guizhou, how is how it's received?、Yeah. Um, you can see there's a big gap there. Yeah.、Um, I I have to say sometimes it's tough to be a football fan in China. Staying、yeah. staying late for those important matches. Especially in Europe, taking place midnight Beijing time,、um, having these verbal fights with fans supporting the arch rival club of our favorite teams, even though we we may have n- never met the players of our beloved teams in person or watch their home games,、uh, and、um, whenever there's a news that the superstar is 
or those big clubs would visit China, we would go so excited that we would wait outside their hotels for hours for just a glimpse. All these because we love football. Okay, um, that is all we have time for on this week's episode of Sideline Story. Thank you so much for listening, and many thanks to David for joining us and sharing your stories and、uh, insights. We appreciate it. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Yeah.、Um, if you like what you just heard, don't forget to follow us on your podcast platform. Just search for Sideline Story. Also, don't hesitate to rate our show. Or tell us what subjects you want to hear from the podcast. We value your opinions. We will certainly be back next week with our latest topic. Until then, bye.